Hi, everyone. Welcome. And we're back with the Spider Insight Podcast. We took a week off, as the Spiders did with their well-timed, as it turned out, bye week. And now we get you set for a huge home game against Elon. Welcome to our podcast. Along with Christian Gravis, I'm Bob Black. The Spiders and Elon, both teams among the five. Christian tied for first in the CAA. The Spiders get their bye week, and they come out of it in a five-way tie at 5-1 and one for first place in the CAA with two weeks to go. And it's, it's, not, uh, it's not very often that you have a bye week, you don't play a game, and you end up in first place because of it. Uh, I guess not because of it, but given, you know, in a 15-team conference, anything can happen. So you don't have to be playing for the standings to change in your favor. So let's break down what happened for the Spiders. As I said, well-timed bye week. I think when we looked at the schedule, we went, "Uh uh-oh, that's really deep in the season to have a bye week. But as it turns out, it works out in the Spiders' favor because they earned it with the four straight wins and six out of seven and put themselves in position for the last couple of weeks of the season. And we'll ask uh, our guest today about it here in a few minutes, Kwanye Vini, the redshirt freshman from right here in Richmond. He's going to join us, and we'll talk with him about how they handled the bye week. But I think in general, Christian, this was pretty well-timed for the Spiders. It was. And, I mean, obviously the Kyle Wickersham injury, you know, kind of in that beginning part of the season didn't help anything. And maybe around that time we would have said, wow, a bye would have been really nice now. But we come out of that and we start streaking. And now we get to this point where, you know, we could really use the rest and gear up for these last two games of the season that are going to have a lot going on the line for them. So what the Spiders did during the week, right, they're normally off on Monday anyway. And then Coach Usman gave them Tuesday and Wednesday as well. They came back and practiced Thursday and Friday took Saturday off to just watch football or do whatever they wanted to do, and then back into the normal game week on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. After uh, the Campbell game, we're in the uh, in the locker room, and Coach says, you know what, guys, like, giving you Wednesday off, everyone starts erupting, cheering. They're, they're super happy. Um, and and Quanio actually mentioned on this coming up, but opportunities to go home, maybe see family, um, just relax and hang out with the guys and, and maintain that focus, but also not be out there, you know, hitting each other, but rather hanging out with each other. Coaches did some legwork during the bye week. I know many of them went on the road recruiting for a couple of days. They got a little bit of a breather. And they also got an opportunity to get a little head start on Elon, which was coming off its bye week when it knocked off Delaware on Saturday. So you can kind of see the importance and significance to getting that break. Exactly. Uh, Elon went in there against the number one team in the conference, took them down. Um, and so, you know, the Spiders have a great co- uh, competition coming their way on Saturday, but we're, we're really excited for it. Yeah, I think that's the word right now is excited. And this team has done a good job, and Coach Usman has led the way with this playoff game every week for the past four weeks. And he's been right that without each win, November wouldn't have mattered to the Spiders. And now here it is. And it matters. Look, in all honesty, I'm not a coach, so I can say this. Got to get the next two. You can't have one without the other. You got to get Elon, and then you got to get William and Mary. And I think if the Spiders do that, they'll be in great shape for the postseason. That's right. Another thing he mentioned after the Campbell game is anyone listening in who didn't understand kind of that was the mentality the team was going in with uh, may have been like, what is he talking about? But he says, hey, guys, we won another playoff game. We won another. We got the next one coming up. That's the next one that matters. So really right now it's, you know, it's survive in advance. All right, that's how we feel about it. Let's find out how one of the Spider players feels about that. He is redshirt freshman Quan Yevini from right here in Richmond, Highland Springs High School, has had his first two couple of touchdown receptions this season, and he joins us on the Spider Insight Podcast. Uh, Quan Ye, thank you so much for joining us. What about that? What's kind of the feel, the vibe of you guys right now, and kind of how you handled a little bit of downtime from football? I think first off, I'll say thank you for the opportunity to be on this show. Thank you for the 
Thank you for um, having me here. I think going into the bye week, um, I think it's important to relax, keep the mind focused. Like Coach Huseman mentioned, um, most important is about taking time to recover and um, bonding with your teammates to make sure you don't lose that connection um, going into the bye weekend. Did it feel like a long time getting to the bye week? I mean, you guys were here for a month in August, and then you played nine straight weeks. What was that like? A roller coaster ride, honestly. Uh, Coach Coach Hughes mentioned that um, also. Coming to the summer and then coming to fall camp and then playing them nine weeks, like you mentioned, uh, it's been a roller coaster ride, I can say, the most. But it's been fun and exciting. How did you personally handle the ups and downs of that roller coaster ride? Going from redshirting last year, not seeing any playing time, to now being in the mix come your redshirt freshman season. Kind of tell me how how those ebbs and flows, uh, how are they handled by you? Emotionally, uh, it's a really, uh, it's a hard feeling um, coming from where I'm from. So when I came into the season, I was expecting to play uh, my freshman year, like my true freshman year. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately, I had some good talent um, above me, and I had to sit back and um, take notes. I had to get a feel for the college um, level. Being able to sit back and watch those who was playing before me, I think mentally, I think the mental aspect of it is is harder than the uh, actual aspect of it because you be wanting to express yourself in a way that no one can really understand you. So I think the hardest part about it was having to actual go home, sit and think about uh, the person playing in front of you. But on the brighter side, I'm glad God brought me through that opportunity and dragged me through that um, that path because if he didn't, I wouldn't be capable of, of capitalizing off the opportunity that's in front of me. What do you think was the biggest takeaway that you learned, and maybe who is it from? Um, you know, you had a lot of veteran talent ahead of you last year, like you just alluded to, but was there anything you were able to take away specifically from any of those guys? Josiah Williams, he's the, he's the biggest impact that I've had um, at the University of Richmond. I think he know that as well. So looking at him uh, and what he do, um, just coming from out of Petersburg, um, I think that in itself uh, – Help me realize the opportunity that's at state and how to capitalize op- opportunity um, at state. So every day, um, I give praise to him. I thank him for just up- uplifting me and maintaining my uh, mental with me. Cause I talked to him about his, um, some things because he came in and he had the same expectations for himself, and unfortunately, he had to go through a rough path and. So just being able to connect with him and bond with him, um, I think that's who had the uh, biggest impact to me. Well, let me turn the tables on that one then. Josiah's gone through a rough patch here. The injury right before the spring game and out almost the entire season. How have you tried to help him? The same way he helped me, I tried to help him stand in contact with him, uplifting him. The turnaround time, honestly, it's been a wild journey for Josiah Williams just having to not being able to walk to having to um come out here and produce how everyone else produced. Mm-hmm. I just I just think as a player and um most importantly as a human man, uh, 
the mental aspect of that is the most important part of going through an injury. All right, let's uh, let's get your perspective on some of your highlights now. Let's let's get off of that tough stuff and let's. I want to know how you felt about you know how about your first touchdown, first collegiate touchdown earlier this year. Coleman pumps, throws, he hits Feeney, and Feeney's into the end zone for the Spider touchdown, and it gives Richmond its first lead of the day. I love this play again. Enough time for Coleman, but gets a little bit of pressure. And again, I like Feeney coming across. Knows when to stop. Find that soft plate, that soft spot of the defense. Being on that same page, catching the ball and getting in the end zone. Blessed. <laughs> the rough patch, like he said, um, being able to adjust and capitalize off my opportunity when the opportunity was presented, I just felt blessed and I wanted to give praise to Coach October for um, keeping me in the system, keeping me in a rotation, giving me the opportunity to showcase what I can do. That's another reason Winston October likes to be on the sideline, isn't it? He's able to give his young wide receiver a big old hug for his first career Richmond touchdown. What has Coach Winston October meant to you? He's been a mentor to me. On the outside of football, he's been trying to help me as a man and most importantly as a father. And I want to give praise and thanks to Coach October for allowing me to be a part of his position group and continuing this journey with him. How about the touchdown against North Carolina A&T? What was the family atmosphere like with your brother on the A&T team and your family in the stands wearing those T-shirts? First and goal, Spiders at the Aggie 2. Wickersham swings it out of the backfield. Left side to Kwanye Vini, who makes the catch, and he waltzes into the end zone for the touchdown. Kyle Wickersham throwing the touchdown pass to Vini, and the Spiders are on the board first. Me and my bro bump heads with sports all the time. Um who the brother brother is so being able to go out there and capitalize off the opportunity like i mentioned uh it's it was fun and it's it's a joyful um moment for my um family and the stands just everyone being together um i know we haven't been able to see each other as much but them being with each other and um just seeing their smile on their face i think meant the most to me and i'm grateful for that opportunity just being from Highland Springs right up the road from here, what does what does family mean to you in staying so close to them and having the opportunity to go home and see them? Family is everything. I think family to me is 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 love and happiness and joy and having the ability to tell someone how you feel and and that person being able to understand you. That's I think that's what family means to me. Um, and many people don't have that, so I'm just grateful to um, be able to have that aspect in my life. You just told me uh, b- before we started recording today that you, you know you try to go home every day uh, and, and see them. Um, what, what's it like? Just the feeling of you know a lot of guys in college they don't see their families for months on end. You got guys like Aaron Trussler that go years on end without seeing their families, and you get to see them every day. Do you think that helps you reset at the end of long days, whether it be practices, classes, talking with coach, film? You think it's nice to be able to go home and kind of regroup with the people that love you and then come back here? Yes, I think that's that's what um that would that's what made me choose the University of Richmond is being at home. Like you said, being able to go back home and reset and just relax and kick your shoes off. Uh I think that's 
what's the most important in playing a game of football as well. Um, and for my teammates, I try to keep them as close as possible. I try to offer them places to go, uh, offer them spots to chill at um, when outside of football when we do have some time. So I think for Aaron and the people who live far, um, I just want to say thank you for for staying relaxed and, and taking on that mental aspect with being away from their family and putting it all into what they love. How about for your Spider football family? What's next now? You've had the bye week, two games to go. Elon, obviously, the most important one. Two teams with just one loss in the conference. They certainly opened some eyes Saturday by winning at Delaware. What's kind of the the vibe of the Spider football family going into a huge game in November? You will see a Spider football team produce a relaxed, fundamental football game. And I think, most importantly, uh, being able to play inside the stadium means the world to me, and I know it means the world to my teammates. So for the fifth and sixth year guys, I just want to uh, let you guys know that you'll get my 111, and we will come out here, and we will all be a part of our 111, and we'll stick together as a family, and we'll do everything we can to get the job done. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Kwanye Vini, thanks for being our guest today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me here, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Kanye. Yeah, Bob. Just the vibe. You know, everyone wants to talk about the vibe and what's the feeling like. And, uh, you know, I'll ask you, what's your vibe? What do you feel going into this? I love still being in the conversation in November. That was the goal. And when the season started as slowly as it did, you wondered if they could kind of turn on the Jets and do it. And we've seen them do this before in recent history, and they've done it again. Great opportunity in front of them. To be in that five-way tie that obviously is going to get broken, the schedule is going to make sure that Richmond against Elon this week, Villanova against Delaware to end the season, you know, this will get broken eventually. But I love the fact that this team has had the perseverance and kind of the grittiness to pick itself up off the deck and put itself in this position. That's right. You take a piece of coal and you hold it in your hand and you just leave it there it won't do anything, right? But if you squeeze it and you apply pressure to it, you know, that's when you get the diamond. Wow. So that's kind of been the spider season is they've been a lump of coal in the beginning. <laughs> I think there is a lot of expectations, which a lump of coal has expectations involved with it. You know, there's a diamond somewhere and you just got to squeeze it. You got to get it out of that. And that's what this coaching staff, that's what the players, that's what, you know, the support staff, they've squeezed a fantastic football team out of one that did not have the start. Anyone expected inspiring pregame speech you've got there coach christian you might get in the locker room with that one hey i i thought yay had some inspiring things to say there as well and kind of his perspective and what he's been through on and off the field his relationship with uh josiah williams as well um i think this is really meaningful and impactful for him to be a significant part of what this team is doing this year. I think last year was hard on him not being able to play. As he said, redshirted, the talented wide receivers that we had. I think he's got a great opportunity right in front of him. That's right. And wide receivers, uh, maybe more than any other position group, they come in and they you know, they want to go and show their talents because they all do something, I think, a little bit different than one another. And so it's finding where you fit in those lineups. And last year, he just didn't necessarily fit in a lineup. We just had too many really talented, experienced guys ahead of him to be, you know, playing a true freshman all the time. Um, but now, you know, as he's a year older, he's a redshirt freshman now, it's his opportunity. It's his turn. 
And I like the way the Spiders have spread the ball around this year. No matter who the quarterback has been, Kyle Wickersham, you know, Cam Coleman, whomever, they haven't just targeted Nick DiGennaro. He's had a lot of catches and great catches, but they've spread the ball around, particularly as we've seen here in the last several weeks between Kwanye Vini and J.V. on Griffin and Landon Ellis. I mean, they're spreading the ball all around. And last year, the Spiders ended the season. The only team in FCS football to have four wide receivers with 50 or more catches. And so it was evident last year that we're going to spread the ball, and it's evident again this year. So really like what Coach October is doing there, especially last year going from the wide receivers coach now you know, progressing into this co-offensive coordinator role, seeing that you know the wide receivers at Richmond are going to continue. You know, They have that one shine, we all shine mentality, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that's going to be evident in the game You know, as long as Coach O is around here and even beyond that. Now, all that being said, championships are won with defense defense wins championships and the spider defense is playing about as well as it has all year what it did against Campbell I know Justin Wood our defensive coordinator was saying if we hold them to 20 we're going to win the game and they did even better than that and they're going to need to do it again Saturday this is a high-powered Elon offense they got a wide receiver who it feels like he's been there for like eight years they've got a tight end who it feels like has been there for tight 10 years you know so they are an experienced really good offense that the spider defense is going to have to lock down and that's right and you and I had even talked about it before we said you know what we think and it's just a think we think if we can get a defensive touchdown, we could win this game. And, of course, Wayne Galloway, for the second time this season, takes a pick six to the house, which is incredible. Um, but, yeah, I think that same you know notion goes into this Saturday. If we can get a defensive touchdown, hold them to under 20, we're going to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Our defense is playing really well right now, and I think that's going to be the bread and butter kind of to what the end of the season and then progressing into the playoffs will look like. You know, Coach Usman has mentioned this a couple of times. We're leading the nation in takeaways, defensive takeaways, leading the nation in defensive touchdowns. And he kind of compares it a little bit to the 08 National Championship team that we honored last weekend, and many of those guys were here. That team was even more phenomenal. I think they were plus 40-something in takeaways uh, than this one. But it's got a similar connection to it. And when you can be that opportunistic, and the other thing I like about it is when they do get the takeaways and they don't actually score off them, the offense is then holding up its end of the bargain, saying thank you to the defense and getting the ball in the end zone. I'll tell you what, any time that your coach is going to, uh, you know, describe you in a way that he described the national championship winning team mm-hmm. is, is going to be pretty good. Obviously, the 08 team was the 08 team that did what they did. Um, but, yeah, it, Coach always says, like, oh, can you describe them? Tell us about the team. He says, well, we had a lot of really good players. Mm-hmm. It's usually what he says. We had a lot of really good <laughs> players. And I think we have the same thing this year. I think we have a lot of really good players, opportunistic players, hungry players. Uh, you see guys like D'Angelo Stocker that have, you know, didn't play last year, and here they are with multiple interceptions this season. Guys like Aaron Banks who have been around forever that are continuing to uphold the same, you know, level of intensity that they always have. In our defense, it, it's you don't want to throw the ball. Uh, we will be honoring another of our championship teams this Saturday, the 1998 Atlantic 10 champion Richmond Spiders on their anniversary will be honored during the game, maybe the same inspiration will apply as honoring the national championship team did last week against Campbell. That's right. And, you know, we have pieces and parts of those teams that are still with us. Obviously, Coach Huseman was the defensive coordinator of that 08 team. Mm-hmm. So he's able to, you know, talk to the guys firsthand about what he saw, what he's seen out of these guys now. And then Coach October was a huge part of that 98 team. So hopefully, you know, he's inviting his buddies back to come and hang out and talk to the guys. And, you know, it's really cool to see guys that were on that 08 team 
uh, giving high fives after touchdowns to our players, talking with our players. It's it's really cool to see, you know, 15 years later, um, you know, it's still a family. Everybody is still looking out for one another. It's, it's really awesome. That's what makes Richmond football so special. Uh, another guy who was on that 98 team sits next to me in the broadcast booth. That was Chris Anderson. So he's excited for Saturday as well to see all those guys coming back. And we are hearing that a lot of them are coming and hopefully will be an inspiration for the Spiders. And last thought, Christian, I do think it'll be fascinating to watch the start of the game and see how the Spiders hopefully positively used the bye week. I think there can be that concern. Eh, maybe there's a little bit of rust. They relaxed. You know, maybe they're not as sharp. I think considering the stakes that are out there, hopefully you'll see a really razor-sharp spider team. Most teams are pretty successful when they come off of their bye weeks simply because they had the rest and more time to prepare for the next opponent. Exactly. You get those, you know, you get two weeks to prepare for Elon at this point. Um, you know, and the coaches are watching that Elon-Delaware game, and, you know, it's probably Elon's best game of the season so far going in at Delaware and beating them. Um, so, you know, the preparation is going to be was you know preparation is obviously important every week, but I think this week more than ever, um, it really stands out. And to have those two weeks to kind of get ready for Elon coming here is is going to be huge. All right, looking forward to Saturday, two o'clock. It's Senior Day as well. It's the last regular season home game for the Spiders, so we'll be honoring the seniors. So plenty at stake and plenty of pomp and circumstance to go along with the importance of the game as well. Two o'clock kickoff on the radio. We're on the air on 106.1 ESPN at 1:30. On television, we'll be on the air on Monumental Sports Network at 2 o'clock. And if you haven't listened to this by Thursday, love to have you come out to the Brass Tap for the Behind the Web Coach Usman radio show Thursday from noon to 1 at the Brass Tap over there at Libby Mill Midtown. Christian, thanks. Thanks, Bob. Thanks to Christian Gravis. And thanks to our special Spider player guest, Richmond Redshirt freshman wide receiver, Kwan Vini. And thank you for tuning in. Bob Black saying so long for this edition. Hope to see you at Robin Stadium for Saturday's game against Elon. And we'll wrap it up for you and preview the oldest rivalry in the South, the William & Mary game. We'll close out the regular season a week from Saturday. Talk to you next week with the next edition of the Spider Insight Podcast.